0: Welcome back to Live with Lighthouse, the show where we guide you to the technology, talent, and marketing solutions to drive your business forward. I'm your host, Joe Ray, back with Episode 2 for 2024. Thanks to everyone who tuned in for our first episode with Chad Withrell from 43 North and Forge Buffalo. Really hope that helped people who are on the job search kick off their their year on the right foot. And I'm really excited for today's conversation, too, because that's going to be helpful for a range of people, whether you're on the job search if you're an HR team inside a business of any size, or if you're someone just looking for a mentor or to offer mentoring in general. Uh, January is National Mentoring Month. And really excited to bring in Claire Stroh from our team at Lighthouse today. Claire's an incredible mentor to so many people in her HR and talent acquisition community and so many of our team members here at Lighthouse. And she's got a ton of expertise, both about being a good mentor, being a good mentee, and that re- building that relationship and then also how you can build a mentoring program within your business to support talent retention. So really excited to dig in here. Let's get into it. Claire, how are we doing today? Welcome back to Live with Lighthouse.
1: Hi, Joe. Yeah, today is going well so far. Thank you. How are you?
0: Awesome. Yeah, good energy today. And uh, really excited to have you back on the show here and talk about a topic I know you're really passionate about. So looking forward to digging into it. But Claire, maybe for people who didn't see your first episode of the show, uh, could you just give a quick reintroduction to you and who you are and what you do.
1: Yes, thank you. Um, So yeah, I'm Claire Stroh, I've been with Lighthouse, oh, it's gonna be three years, February 1st. So that's coming up soon, that's exciting. Um, Yeah, big celebration. yeah, big celebration. I spent, um, yeah, my first two and a half years or so um, on the recruiting side of our business. So managing our team, um, tools, technology process, everything that goes into kind of our service delivery on the recruiting side, um, which was fun. And then, yeah, as of a few months ago, I'm now the manager of managed talent services. Um, so I'm helping small to medium sized businesses in our Buffalo community with talent attraction and retention initiatives. And it's been so fun so far because I've been on a road show with uh, talking with a lot of my HR, DOO friends, as we call them, department of one. Um, So in a lot of small businesses um, in Buffalo, typically um, like 50 up to like 200 employees um, I'm finding sometimes have one, maybe one and a half um, HR folks. Um, And I've been an HR DOO as well um, for a couple hundred of employees. So I know how it is Um, doing your day-to-day really well, but getting buried kind of in that. And it's hard to do some of those other initiatives and projects like implementing a mentoring program and some of the other things we're going to talk about today. Um, So I'm really excited to help my community with some of those projects that really elevate their talent retention and attraction initiatives. And um, yeah, be able to be kind of an extension and, and help them with that.
0: Nice. That's going to be an incredible program. And like you said there too, like being an extension of their team, being able to support them and help them get some initiatives off the ground, being a partner, really yeah. looking forward to ha- looking looking forward to seeing how that evolves over time.
1: Yes, me too. It's going to be a fun year.
0: Love it. You, uh, you alluded to our topic there a little bit, so let's go ahead and dive right into it. Uh, January here is na- National Mentoring Month, which is really exciting and a really good way to kick off the year as well. Probably a lot of people setting new goals and setting New Year's resolutions and things like that. And having someone who's your partner and can really help you make those goals come to fruition, maybe someone who's a little bit down the line and has achieved some of those goals you have, could be really good to find a mentor and help some people find that support at the start of the year here. So curious, Claire, maybe a good place to start would be, could you talk a little bit about some experiences that you've had either as a mentor yourself or somebody who's mentored you? What are some of those experiences that have helped you?
1: Yeah, and I'm so glad we're talking about this um, because I am a mentor in the Sherm Foundation Mentoring Program. So they've been doing um, tons of fun content as well about National Mentoring Month. Um, So it's been a few years now that I've signed up to be a mentor in their program. Um, They run it three months in organizations I've worked in where it's been an internal mentoring program. They've run it for six months. We'll get into some of the infrastructure about that in a little bit. Um, But it's been a really fun experience to, of course, meet new People from all across the country that are super engaged and energized and growing their HR careers. Um, and honestly, I just kind of raised my hand to participate, um, to be a mentor. There's really no way to mess up, I've found, like being in a mentor mentee relationship. So if you're interested in helping people and you're just thoughtful and you're just authentically sharing um, what you've learned and what's helped you and things like that, there's really no wrong way like to go about it so I'm, I'm proud of myself for kind of raising my hand when i did because i've learned a lot from my mentees as well that has helped me to continue to develop so yeah i would just say if you love to help people um raise your hand just get used to kind of like telling your story and what you've learned that's probably um the biggest piece to like get comfortable um when going into like having a mentoring conversation but yeah, all the folks I've ever met with and worked with were just grateful for the information shared uh, that we were just going to support each other along those three months.
0: It's really cool to hear about some of your experience, Claire, and what resonated with me in there, too, that there's a lot of formal experiences there you're talking about with Sherman and different groups and things like that. Uh, but we've also talked, too, about this concept of informal mentoring a little bit, too. And you know, obviously, we're both very active on LinkedIn and social media platforms and things like that, too. And that's a form of mentoring, too, isn't it? Of being able to share your expertise, connect with people from different backgrounds and whatnot, being able to make those types of connections as well.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because that is another really easy way To get started because that really is just what a mentor is Is again just sharing information being helpful being positive um so yeah especially if you're still kind of getting comfortable with sharing your voice or maybe doing um, those one-on-one calls um just sharing your experiences you know with work or your community groups or whatnot on linkedin is a great way to get started because people do see your content your content they're impacted by it um i know you and i both get questions you know every time we do a post with from people who want to chat more or learn more about that topic. So um, you're right, that's a really good way. um, Just being active yeah, with sharing what you know, helping your community to get started with kind of what a mentoring relationship would look like um, if you were to do a more formal program or meet with someone one on one.
0: Nice. And and really to, to tie this together, Claire, I'm excited to dig into some of your expertise. You know, you mentioned talent retention earlier talking about some of those talent services that you're building. We've talked a lot here about mentoring programs and the principle of building relationships through mentoring. You've also mentioned talent retention, too, and talking about that within the context of some uh, some managed services that you're developing, too. What's really the link here between the two that you see, and how can we help people uh, connect the dots?
1: Yes, I love how much mentoring programs can support talent retention. Um, At the end of the day, setting up a program is typically a low um, like financial lift. It's really just time. Um, So a lot of the um, initiatives that I'm helping companies with do just um, need that time dedicated to crafting it um, and executing it, and who's going to be involved in the company and things like that. But it can make such a big impact for not, um, you know, a lot of dollars um, initially. So. Um, so, yes, obviously mentoring programs support um, employee engagement quite a bit. I definitely have personal experience with this. I helped stand up uh, the mentoring program at the last organization I was with, and I participated in it as a mentor and a mentee. So I know that really helped um, at the time with where I was at in the company and needing um, certain like levels of information and relationships to do a good job in my role. Um, so it was super helpful with kind of those feelings of being connected to the organization um, and feeling like i was set up for success more in my role because i had um kind of the organizational network and um capital i guess like behind me who knew who i was now and wanted to support me and see me do well and things like that just having that program really mm-hmm. showed me that the company cared about um learning and developing um you know us as employees and then offering kind of that internal like networking facilitating that internal networking piece as well um so yeah, the program uh, that we designed definitely facilitated that internal networking, which led to some good engagement with our employees It helped strengthen those connections within the organization, can improve how uh, folks kind of get their work done. Um, and the other thing I really liked about it was it allowed for FaceTime with senior leadership um, and executives. So um, we made sure that at any given point in the program, at least half of our executive team was participating as a mentor, Um, it was a requirement. So it's like if if your senior leadership and your executives aren't bought into the program and showing that they're participating and giving back to the employees, um, yeah, it just kind of looks like another one of those programs that, oh, HR, you know, rolled it out, but the rest of the company or the leadership isn't like backing this. They're not actually bought in or participating. So that really helped with engagement as well. We definitely got more folks expressing interest um, once they knew that, um, at least half of our executives, which is, you know, between six to eight people, typically um, at any given time, we're going to be available during the six month program um, to potentially get a conversation or series of conversations with. Um, so that really engaged and excited staff as well. Um, and then kind of that concept of of reverse mentoring as well. So everyone can learn from each other no matter the level of experience. So um, even though our mentees for the most part were really excited about meeting with somebody who, um, again, depending on their role and what interested them, had either been with the organization a long time in a variety of roles, was in their department, maybe a little bit higher up, if that's what kind of they aspired to be um or move into, and um so that usually like prompted their excitement to participate, but then we realized once they were in it, and we did surveys after each cohort as well, um, which we'll talk more about when we get into kind of building a program and things like that. But um, we realized from the survey data as well that the mentees actually really enjoyed sharing their experiences as well. So we also encouraged our mentors, um, you know, to not just dump information, but ask good questions, obviously, to get to know their mentees um, and see what information kind of they could pull out as well insights sites, um, just about how they viewed the organization or different tools or things that they use to get their work done. Um, so it really was like a win-win on both sides. So um, yeah, definitely helped with retention just from the perspective of that internal networking, learning, and then um, certainly, again, yeah, you're learning from everybody that you're meeting with, but then you're, you're actually getting to participate um, and help with uh, that person's learning as well.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. Thanks, Claire. And that little discussion there on reverse mentoring, I think the word that comes to mind for me is curiosity. Like, it's a really cool opportunity for people who are hand raisers and want to participate in mentorship. And obviously, to your point too, talking about senior leaders, like needing to be visible and, and creating this, you know, as a valuable opportunity and showing that this is something people should be participating in. But then once you're in it, having the open mindset, being curious, wanting to ask questions both ways and being open to what you might learn from people, including people who not necessarily are further ahead from you, maybe people who are at a different stage as well and being open to learning from everybody. So that's really cool and seems like a really cool key to you know building a successful program there.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point too. We took some of that into account when we were making our matches because not everybody was you know particular in terms of meeting with somebody who's more experienced or further ahead, um, but it was just, yeah, wanting to learn more about how to just enhance themselves or their jobs. So some people were interested in participating just to learn more about time management or technology or things like that. So you're right. It could be somebody um, in a similar level or something just in a different department or a different company location. Um, So it's really cool to see all that knowledge sharing from all different folks in the organization.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And we're going to talk a little bit more here too, Claire about what a successful program looks like. But I know every time you talk about one of those one of these programs or initiatives, you're always talking about three things. And I know it because you say it to me every time you say it to our team at Lighthouse every day, it's people, it's processes, and it's technology or tools that sometimes we change the T, but it's those three things. So, So people, processes, technology, what do you think is needed for a successful mentoring program that boosts talent retention?
1: Yes, I love talking about people, process technology. Um, so, yeah, I oh, i am going to try to keep this short, but I definitely want to give some tips and tricks if you're interested in um, just starting to put together that successful program infrastructure, just some key components that I've seen work really well. Um, so definitely just starting with that solid core, at least just to get started. So some of these things I'm about to mention, you can always change and evaluate after each uh, cohort, we typically called them, but um, starting with that solid foundation can help things just kind of get started off on the right foot you still want to present it as something that um you know was designed well and thought out and things like that before presenting it out to your employees even if it's brand new um so the first thing is always deciding who the program is for um so is it for a certain levels certain roles um can anyone or in the organization express interest to be involved but just deciding first who the program's for um is a great way to just start off the foundation. And then um, creating a process, of course, for people to express interest in the program. So here's kind of the technology piece, I guess. Um, we love using Microsoft Forms and any type of Microsoft tools here at Lighthouse, but I've used um, SurveyMonkey or just other surveying tools um, at past organizations as well um, to set up like kind of that expression of interest form. It could be a form on SharePoint or your company internet as well. Um, but just asking some questions on uh, why they're interested, what they want to Learn and things like that will help you make the matches, um, of course, outside of just the basic information, um, where they're located, what their role is, um, how long they've been with the company, maybe things like that. And um, the thing I want to point out briefly here, um, why we loved calling it an expression of interest form is because having folks express interest in programs that your company offers is a good thing. Um, we didn't call it an application because the word application can sound um like prohibitive to some people they just get a little bit more nervous about it um so just using the the term just like expression of interest um helped us get more folks kind of curious or more comfortable with like raising their hand and from an hr perspective you can always um you know have those conversations with folks if for whatever reason now is not a good time for them to participate, if there are like attendance performance or behavior issues. Um, but we'd rather have more folks express interest and then have that open conversation with them um, about the current situation and maybe to apply next cohort um, or express interest next cohort would be better. Um, but yeah, we'd rather have folks kind of come forward and fill that out. So creating, using some first technology to create that way for people to wanna um, kind of raise their hand that they would like to get involved or get more information um, and then define your time frame, of course. So I mentioned um, the Sherman Foundation mentoring program does three months in organizations that I've worked at in the past. We started with a six month time frame um, and had mentors and mentees meet once a month over the six months. So they can agree to meet twice monthly um, if they would like to, but usually it's a good time frame, six months um, to have folks get to know each other, um, potentially set um, you know some goals or different things that they want to work on and then kind of report back each month and things like that. Um, so just decide on the time frame again, what works best for your organization and population and things like that again you can always change it next cohort but just decide on that um something else i love doing is creating toolkits so if i can if there's going to be some sort of program that my employees are participating in i love to create some sort of guide um, just like some yeah guidelines i don't want to say it's like hard and fast rules of how to do anything, but like toolkits with just expectations of each side, um, I've I've just gotten really good feedback on. So again, um, an expectation could be the mentee is the one that initiates the conversations, for example. So once the matches are made, um, someone on the committee that helped um, create the mentoring program, or maybe it's someone from HR or something like that sends out the information on the matches. Um, and then we advise that the mentee is the one that like initiates the relationship. So just putting things in there like that, um, Um, who you recommend initiate, um, just some sample like icebreaker questions uh, to get the conversation started, who to reach out to if further support is needed or if any concerns come up. Um, so that's helpful. Just creating some sort of, it doesn't even have to be a toolkit, it could just be an email or a one pager of just like outlining um, any just important things like that. It does help people feel a little bit more confident getting started, just having something to work off of. And then of course, do a survey at the end of your, your time frame, three months, six months, whatever it is. To so learn from it, make any tweaks before relaunching that um, expression of interest process. And then um, one of my favorites, and I know you'll like this too, Joe, from a marketing perspective, is of course, share the wins. So So share about the program um, on the company intranet or bulletin boards uh, during town hall or team meetings and then externally on social media as well. So we showcase some folks who were really engaged, were willing to share their experience and wanted to help promote it. Um, So they had a good experience, would love to see other people in the company apply as well. Um, People really like to be spotlighted. Um, I found so if you you know make them feel uh, comfortable and just make them feel good for their participation, that you really appreciate them sharing their insights and things like that um, really helped with that employee engagement with that individual that we spotlighted, but also, of course, for attracting new talent to the organization, too. So, yeah, even after the first time we ran it, we still did some of that. Um, That spotlighting. Of course, we still had to reflect and make some tweaks for next time, but um, I know we always say progress over perfection here, but it's okay to like talk about the program and get people engaged and excited without waiting until it's perfect. You don't have to have it, you know, been going on for like three years before you can talk about it. So um, that was like a big piece for us too, is just sharing the wins.
0: Love it. And it's a really a a full system that works together and appreciate you doing the doing the deep dive and getting tactical for everybody here of kind of, hey, this is what this looks like. This is how it all works together. Appreciate you.
1: Good starting point. Yes, I tried to, (laughs) Oh, I could say so many more things, but yes, if you want to chat further about building it, please reach out to me. I will nerd out with you about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. we'll, We'll leave that for another podcast, but actually maybe this is kind of a cool place to plug as well. Uh, we're expanding our little podcast network here at lighthouse and Claire's starting her own show, talking about all things, talent, acquisition, attraction and retention. You want to give a quick little plug for Claire shares.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, come along with me weekly. I'm going to be recording, um, yeah, different talent, attraction, acquisition and retention topics. Um, we've done a few so far, um, diving into the retention pieces first. Um, which I think is just fun because obviously as an HR uh, person, you're working, you kind of want to start with your current employees that you have, um, see what you can do to make sure uh, you can retain your best people. And then we'll get into some of that attraction and talent acquisition. Um, aspects in case you are you know, needing to recruit new folks into the company as well. Um, but yeah, all things from workplace communication processes, making sure comp- um, your employees understand the various kind of communications that um, go around within your organization. So whether it's on benefits or how work gets done, like what are those key things your, your staff really need to know to make sure they feel safe and connected to the company and things like that. Uh, and we'll talk about all different types of programs too. You're right, maybe we should do one on mentoring, but um, standing up internship programs like doing employee surveys, spotlighting those employees, um, helps with retention as well. So just various yeah, things you can do um, to engage and retain your current team. So I'll be diving into that on those weekly videos. So I'm really excited.
0: Love it. And you can find Claire shares everywhere that you find Live with Lighthouse as well. You can find it on our Lighthouse Technology Services YouTube page. You can also find the both shows wherever you listen to your podcasts. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it we're there and excited to have you listen along and learn with us. So thanks so much. And uh, Claire, as we bring this episode home here, uh, you know how we always end it with the be a house questions. So in the spirit of uh, shouting out somebody who's supported you or helped you learn something new. Uh, do you have any mentors in your network who you want to give a shout out to and, and thank them for for their support of you?
1: Yeah, definitely. I have three people in mind. Um, I would love to shout out. One is Jaylene Cogswell. So she uh, was my manager uh, back um, at a role when I'd recently graduated college. Um, And Jaylene was awesome because she gave me a lot of projects um, to work on that I didn't even believe at the time that I was like ready to do. And she had full faith in me, gave me full support. Um, Yeah, I was always there to like answer questions and things like that. So I um, love Jaylene, she's awesome and she posts really good content on LinkedIn too, so go check her out. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out as well to Holly Nowak, um, an awesome HR partner in our community. She uh, was really a mentor to me when we had the Disrupt HR event in Buffalo, so she had done such a great job with it um, for a few years and helped um, kind of train me up to um, learn how to run one of those events as well and she's always been available over the years to answer HR questions. Um, see, I always think of, of Holly as being a great uh, role model and someone I look up to in the HR space. And then, of course, I have to mention Randy, our awesome CEO here at Lighthouse. So um, even just this morning in a team meeting, he's bringing up clips of podcasts and um, other just books or conversations that he's had. Um, he's always bringing back to the team inspiration, new learnings and things like that. Um, and that's just something else I love about working here as well. We don't have one of those more formal programs. Like I was talking about designing We're um, a small team of 15. So luckily everyone knows each other really well. Um, and we have a lot of one-on-one set up throughout our team with, um, like non direct reports. So there's still a lot of good collaboration and one-on-ones that are happening, um, between our team on some of those topics I mentioned earlier, like just technology, time management, networking. There's so many, um, topics like that that span like any department in your business. So it's really fun um, to meet periodically with my with my Lighthouse colleagues and just get to know like what they're doing, what we can teach each other, you know, in those different areas. Um, so just having like those conversations and kind of informal um, like mentoring here, um, I really love to. And Randy's obviously a big proponent in us making time for those conversations. So appreciate him for sure.
0: Love it. Big shout out to Randy and to Jaylene and Holly as well. Thanks so much, Claire. It's a great way to end it. Everyone, hope you learned something new and learned a little bit more about how mentoring can support your business or maybe it inspired some conversation that you want to seek out some mentoring or offer some mentoring of yourself. So really good conversation. Great way to to introduce the theme of the month here in January being National Mentoring Month. And thank you so much, Claire, as always, for coming and sharing your expertise with us. Appreciate you.
1: Thanks, Joe. This was fun. See you next time.
0: Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. And remember, you can get future episodes of Live with Lighthouse on our Lighthouse Technology Services YouTube page, or wherever you get your podcasts. So really hope you subscribe and stay tuned for future episodes. Really looking forward to some of the conversations we're going to have this year. So glad that Claire was able to join the show today and really hope that uh, everybody was able to learn from her expertise. So thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week. Take care, everyone.